Hey guys, welcome to Honest and Jazzy with Hannah and Jackie. I'm your co-host, Hannah Meera Plotkin, providing the honest and simple side of our stories. And I'm Jackie Spinell, spicing up our stories with my jazzy personality. Guys, episode 12. Crazy, right? Yeah. Insane. (laughs) I, I'm wondering at what point do we stop saying, whoa, welcome back to episode 12. This is like a normal thing for us. I know. So, so for this week, um, we, ja- when Jackie and I were brainstorming, we wanted to really talk about what gives people voice and how words can have such a profound impact on you. And this week, we really wanted to focus on people in our lives that may have said something that at the time, they didn't really think much of, but have really stuck with us. And next week, we want to kind of talk about the social media aspect and influencers and how much their words have an impact on us. So this is going to be a two-part series, I guess you could call it. And we thought that there's truly just two different ways to approach this episode, and we couldn't choose one. So it's a two-parter. Yes. Um, this episode, so we've been doing a lot of episodes relating to COVID-19 and how we're coping with the pandemic. And those are so definitely funny. really relevant topics. We wanted to, this is another really relevant topic, just in a different way. This, our voices are just so important during this day and age, during the pandemic. And while all, like BLM, for example, is mm-hmm. really coming into action. Yeah. So many movements right, so. and social justice, um, just issues in the world and it's so important that we all know how powerful our voice can be whether we realize it or not since we were really trying to talk about using your voice how other people's voices have affected you and speech something that's along the same lines is hope because you know the light at the end of the tunnel can always be such a big motivator at least for me so since we're really talking about voices finding your own voice but also listening to other voices and how they can affect you we really wanted to talk about hope for our icebreaker question so since hope is a powerful motivator especially like just seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and can give you a clue to the ways in which you may be able to compel others to act or um, how you can even act yourself our icebreaker question for today is what gives you hope Yeah, I like this question. Hannah, do you want to start us off? Sure. So I think that there's not just one thing that gives me hope, but one, there's just a lot of, you know, little things. So something that especially gives me hope is seeing people of my generation, you know, really rise to the challenges that we've been left with from other generations. I mean, Greta Thunberg, I cannot pronounce her last name. Thunberg, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. she is such an inspiration to me and she gives me hope knowing that she can make such change but other things that give me hope is just like the creative process I find hope in just knowing that people out there are always creative I find hope in my religion and in seeing also acts of kindness being done around me yeah yeah I I really I agree with all those things I think one thing that really gives me hope like you said I think my peers I think when I'm scrolling through social media or, um, yeah, just when I see people being activists and reposting powerful statements, that really mm-hmm. gives me hope. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and when I see, when I'm walking around, well, I'm not in the city right now, but when 
I am in the city, I often see like statements on the sidewalk, written in chalk. And another thing, since I'm not in the city right now, so my town, it's called West Dover. And so they started something called Dover Rocks. And so people paint rocks and put it all around the town in the town on trails and you pick one up you post a picture on the facebook facebook group and you put it somewhere else we have one like that too yes it's so nice they say things like blm or or say say your name or or just or maybe it's just a rainbow or maybe it's a smiley face or be happy anything like that it just it's it's hopeful yeah and it's it's kind and so earnest that's so cute yeah, and I think that definitely gives me hope. We have something similar to that, too, but the one that I found recently was a picture of a dog taped to a rock. Oh, so, oh. a little oh. less inspirational, but, you know, <laughs> still inspirational cute. nonetheless. Yeah, so I think yeah. that that icebreaker question was just super relevant in the way that hope can, you know, em- empower people to find their voice and to also just listen to the voices of others. Yeah, exactly, and... So I think this is a good place to just jump right into the topic of the main topic of this episode. And so one approach that we saw that we could take for this episode was just addressing that often people say things to us that maybe mean nothing or little to them. But to us, you know, they le- they leave such an, a lasting mm-hmm. impact. It could be just anything. It could be just a wake up call or anything that just doesn't mean anything to them but it's just so so just monumental in our growth as people and and just it it's yeah so we often don't realize how exactly our words affect others but they truly do in so many different ways and to so many different people so we just wanted to address that and just show everyone how impactful our words can be i read an article by the new york times that says that like a lot of people tend to try and write advice down into scripts you know when they're giving a a big speech but genuine advice just comes from genuine conversations and you may not even notice that you're giving advice so that's really what we want to talk about is getting deeper into how other people's words have affected us and, you know, just talk about different examples of simple things that people have said that have made a big impact on us or our growth or our personal growth. Yes, exactly. So first up, one, so I have talked about this with my mom before because she just brings up so many different stories where this exact thing has happened to her and things that, you know, mean nothing to other people mean so much to her. So she, we just wanted to have her on the episode to give one or two stories that really stood out to her. And, yeah, so. We're so excited so, to yeah. have her on. Welcome, Mom. It's so great that you could join us. Oh, well, thanks for having me. I'm so I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited to be on, too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so can you please just start by giving us one example of a time when somebody told you something that meant nothing or little to them, but left such a big impact on you? Sure. So there's one story that just especially has always stood out. And I, I um, it's, it's really something because it was when I first moved out to New York from Michigan. 
and it was my first summer out here. And um, I went with my roommate um, uh, to a friend of hers country house um, and in, in the Berkshires. And I, I really didn't know this family at all. Um, I was like the tag along friend. And uh, I had never like been to an East Coast country house or anything like that. And um, they were, there were, I guess there were four of us kids because there was a guy there as well. And they wanted to play um, doubles tennis and I, I didn't play tennis. And the dad there kind of looked at me, he was shocked and he said, you don't play tennis? How do you come to someone's country house and, and not know how to play tennis? And I, I felt really awful. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm sure to him it was a throwaway line, I, I guess. Um, but I'm sure he didn't mean it the way it came off. But um, I felt, I, I, it just, it, it made me, it embarrassed me in a way that um, I never forgot it. And when I had children, I mean, I really never forgot. In fact, I took tennis lessons after that. I mean, I, I really like, try try to uh you know have a game that I could play um when I went places after that and um anyway when I had kids I it was like top of my list they are learning to play tennis just passably so that if they ever go anywhere and also um ski like social things if they ever are invited and they go they can uh you know join the group and 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 um and play tennis or join the group and go skiing and um I always um put it back to that gentleman's comment yeah, that's really interesting because people can use, you know, their language as words of encouragement or more destructively for like words of despair. And so it's just interesting that this like maybe negative comment like stuck with you and it kind of turned into something good, like teaching your kids how to play tennis. Absolutely. And even for myself, too, it's like I kind of was coming into sort of a East Coast culture that I didn't know and it opened my eyes a little bit and sometimes it's good to you know um, have something kind of right in your face and it was like an aha moment and I thought oh yeah I want to do this I want to I want to you know you know just kind of be able to um, seamlessly uh, enter a, a group and um, I for sure want that for my kids. So, um, yeah so I think it's really cool that you took that as motivation to to sort of better your better yourself and and just make you more comfortable in different social situations so can you give us one other example of of a similar experience sure yeah sure um another the other example um I've been thinking about this um that I don't know if it really changed my behavior in a way, but it made me more conscious of it, which is that um, I was starting a new job um, and it was at University of Chicago Press, which is a publishing house, but it's an academic one. And I was coming from like the commercial world, more like, you know, Danielle Steele and, you know, um, you know, pop novels and stuff. And, and this was academic and um, going into an editorial meeting, my, um, my boss, who is the marketing director said to me, you know, um, if you don't know what they're talking about when they're describing a book, um, just, just act like you do, because you want them to, you don't want them to know that you don't know this stuff because you're coming from, you know, the commercial publishing side and you just want them to not know. And I, I went into the meeting 
And I just found that impossible to do. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and act as if I knew because I knew I'd have to go turn around and, um, you know, describe these things to book editors, you know, for review. Anyway, so I, I couldn't, I asked questions and I thought, I, I thought to myself, you know, I, I don't think, I just knew in my heart, they're not going to think I'm, I'm foolish or stupid. They're, if they're decent people, they're just going to answer my questions and they're going to want me to understand the information involved. And I, I was correct. And, um, and I just, it made me, it, it was a boost in my own self-confidence because, um, you know, for sure it made me a better publicist, but also just gave me, yeah, confidence in, in my work. And, um, and also just, in general and other things, like if I'm in a business discussion that I don't know much about, I, I will always ask questions. I, I, um, and I would always advise anybody else to. So, so you actually took her, your boss's words and, and just sort of completely just disregard it. And your lesson, <laughs> yeah. you took, the lesson you took from this comment that she made was actually like, make sure, you know, make sure you're knowledgeable in this situation and make sure you ask questions so that you're not the stupid one in the room, which seems like that was how she was trying to go to to tell That's exactly, that's exactly right. And, you know, looking back on it now, I give her a lot of credit because I didn't get fallback from that or pushback from her. Um, She, I think, uh, she was really happy. She, she, it, it kind of, um, open the door between editorial and marketing. There had always been kind of a division. And um, I think in a way I proved myself. Um, I don't think it was what she expected, but um, it, it opened doors for sure. Yeah. She was very gracious and was, I think, very happy um, uh, that I did that. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just wondering, but when it comes to statements or words or words of advice, do you tend to remember kind of like the negative or more like the positive, like where you like disregard it or like not? Um, you mean like advice somebody has given me in the past? Yeah. Like it of, seems, yeah. it seems like you kind of like flip the script with your second story, uh-huh. which is really interesting. Yeah. I think that I tend to remember the positive when it comes to somebody giving me, well, for sure instruction on anything, you know, I, I think, um, and, you know, actually my girls have been probably more influential than they know in terms of like my skiing, for instance. I mean, I, they get, they give me uh, constructive criticism and then I'll be skiing and I'll have their, their instruction in my head. And I, I find it really empowering because um, it took like any fear away. It gave me sort of more um, kind of information to go on that would keep me safer and and just I don't know like so I I think I I um I tend to remember positive things I mean I think I in general in my life I tend to remember positive things better but um definitely with with um advice but I do I do tend to remember mistakes that I've made I, t- I like there's certain ones that I won't repeat like I remember those and it, maybe it didn't have anything to do with anybody else but it mm-hmm. it impacted me yeah yeah like for mm-hmm. me for me when I was thinking about this episode I couldn't think of a single piece of advice that anyone had given to me not that their words maybe didn't have power but 
They just weren't so memorable. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that could happen. I mean, listen, that episode with the dad uh, with the tennis didn't happen until I had moved across the country and was in a very new place outside of my comfort zone and very sort of vulnerable and wanting to establish myself as an adult. And so when he said that, it was like, oh, wow, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It seems like also it was a bit of a, a wake up call, maybe. Or mm-hmm. like, a, yeah, maybe like, yeah. Yeah. I think of it as like a Gatsby moment, you know, like the kid from the Midwest wanting to be a certain way. But whatever it is, it, it, um, it definitely made me want to have, you know, want you guys to have those skills. Yeah. To avoid it, embarrassment. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to have you. And I think all of your stories were definitely just spot on. And I think it's great that you took them as advice to help you grow. And, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys. And thank you so much for having me on. I just, I love this podcast. Yay. Oh, I just, <laughs> thank you. I always have great takes on things. So keep it going. And uh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Bye. Thank you. So it was, you know, again, it was just really great to hear from Sarah. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, words can be used for good, but they can also be used for bad. But, you know, both of those times, it can really inspire you and motivate you to use your own voice or to use your own actions. So we want to take some time to discuss you know, moments where simple phrases or sentences have left an impact on us. So, Jackie, do you want to hit it off? Because I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, all right. So, one moment that really stood out to me when we decided on this episode theme was, so my first year at camp, I was nine, and I was very, very homesick the first month especially. And I remember... Uh, Friday night we were all sitting at Kabbalah Shabbat and I was very I was just very sad missing home and one of my counselors took me over to a bench nearby and just sat me down and they over the past like that was probably the first Friday of camp possibly Mm -hmm. the second but I had already cried a bunch and counselors and people had just already given me so many pep talks about how 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 much fun I was going to have but nothing was really sticking and this this did not make me stop crying or anything and maybe in the moment it wasn't it wasn't so impactful but definitely in retrospect it was and I remember she sat she sat me down and she was just sort of said she was homesick too her first her first couple years but every single year she would she would make the effort of coming back and she she had the choice whether she wanted to come back or not and it was because of her friends and the memory she had made the previous year that just made her want to come back and she said she ended up toughing it out the first year and it was super hard and it was so hard to force to get herself to want to come back the next year and possibly even the third year but she ended up coming back and she came back year after year and she came back that year where it was my first year and she just loved it because she just wanted to be a counselor and she just wanted to be in that place that she loved so much and at the time I could never 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 just imagine like loving that place because I was so homesick and it was just as I said before it was I was 
like a week into camp less and it just I ended up toughing it out and I too felt so in love with the people and the place and Mm -hmm. I kept making the effort of coming back year after year and her story like I said it it seems so crazy like how could you fall in love with with that place but I did and by the end of the summer I was like wow I made it I can't believe I I made it it was just it was just I could not believe it and then the next year rolled around and I made the decision to come back again and now I don't even have to think twice you know I'm like visitors day I'm like yeah sign me up for next year I want to come for seven weeks and I want to keep coming back as staff and hopefully beyond that I mean yeah so that just really just stuck with me and yeah yeah it was just very impactful it's interesting. Well, I think one, I'm really, really grateful that you decided to come back to camp because yes. this podcast wouldn't be a thing. We wouldn't be <laughs> friends. I mean, where would we be? But seriously, I am so appreciative of whoever said this to you because it's great that they were able to relate their own struggles and take what they've learned from their own struggles and then teach it to someone else. You know, they found a time, you know, they, they were struggling with something similar but they took the time to learn and grow from it and then were able to share what they learned and what and you know how they grew with it from it with you and that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I I just also to say like I never saw this after that first year I never saw this counselor again. Like I don't know where she is now. I'm not in touch with her or anything like that. Right. And I'm sure like that conversation did not mean much to her at all. But just to me I I remember it very very vividly. And yeah. it's interesting yeah. what sticks out to you and what doesn't and how, you know, she may not have realized how much she was affecting you and how much she was really inspiring you by using her voice and the power of speech. But she did. Exactly. And I think that's what's so just important to highlight about this episode is that people often don't realize how much their words can affect others and they might not affect themselves. But, you know, like in six years later, her, her words really did leave a lasting effect on me. Right. Hannah, do you want to share your, your experience with us? Yeah, I'd love to. So when I was in eighth grade, I was, I had, I used to go to a very, very small school. My entire grade was only 22 people. And I was very, very involved in many different clubs. And I was very, you could say well known at the school for you know, always participating and showing school spirit. So I was involved in a club called Model UN, which is where you take a country that has an issue and you solve that issue and then you present it at an overnight conference. So I was representing the Maldives. And just right off the bat, this organization, this club, Model UN, really gave me a platform to use my voice because I was able to speak out against climate change and how much it's affecting the nation of the Maldives, and also provide a solution that would help the Maldives from sinking, because they're sinking because all the icebergs are, you know, defrosting and making more water in the oceans, and so then the Maldives are sinking. Okay, that was just a really quick rundown. (laughs) So Model UN was just a great platform for me to use my voice, but then when I came, I ended up winning some big awards at this conference, and when I came back, I received a couple, actually a couple of months after I came back, I received a letter in the mail from my head of school, 
um, saying, I so appreciate how you took the lead on this project with some of your friends and how you were able to use your voice. And it really, and, you know, he, uh, he stated how much he appreciated my ambition and my passion for the project. And honestly, I'm sure he sent that exact same letter to many other people. Just change the words Model UN to something else like Power the Pen or Student Council or something. But honestly, that letter really inspired me to continue to be a leader in my community and to continue to speak out for what's right. And those words in those letter, in that letter has always stuck with me because, you know, it just encapsulated and acknowledged how hard I had been working. And I learned to realize what you work for is going to be worth it in the end because you'll be recognized for it. And so I feel like I've, that's always stuck with me and I've always appreciated it. And it's always inspired me and told me to continue to working hard for what I to work hard for something that I'm passionate about. I love that. That's a really great, great message. And I'm so glad that you that that email, whether it was said to other people or just you, I'm so I'm so glad that it it left such a an impact on you. And it was just so motivational. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just in a way, something as simple as just such a short letter just really inspired me to keep going and keep working hard. And so I'm really appreciated, appreciative of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also interesting because this wasn't like a face-to-face interaction. Right. So there wasn't any emotion involved in mm-hmm. this. It was just the writing and what was what was said that really left an impact on you. And I think that's different from my story and that's yeah. different from my mom's story. And I, so I think just these, these speeches can come in so many different or just sentences or phrases can come in so many different forms. Uh-huh. And that, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. It doesn't really matter, you know, your intent. Like I'm, pro- I'm sure that my head of school, his intention wasn't to inspire me for a lifetime. But, you know, it's just, you know, what you pick out of those conversations and what you make of it. Exactly, exactly. And I think, yeah, I just think that's so important. And I just, just to, do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I just want to tell everyone, even if you don't have a moment in time that has really stuck out to you, you know, it, it that's okay, because it took me a while even to brainstorm for this episode. And, you know... That's okay, too, if you don't have something that immediately sticks out to you. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely took me some time to think about this. I had to jog my memory a bit. But I think it's important to also remember those, those, um, those experiences because they, they do have an impact on you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, whether it's big or small. So I think, yeah, so just to wrap it up, I think the, the entire goal of this episode is just to inspire you guys and inspire us to see the impact of our voice and the and just the effect it has on others even if we do not always realize it so once again this is a two a one this is part one of a two-part episode and yeah next week we can't wait to talk about amplifying influencer voices through reposting things to your story but also you know speaking out on your own Yeah. And just to say, we're only, these are just two of the many, many approaches that one could take for this episode topic. It's such a broad topic. Yeah. And there's just, yeah, but we're so excited. This is such a great topic and we're excited for you guys to hear episode part two. Woo!
So, so last week we read one of our reviews because every episode we say please write reviews and we will read them out out loud next episode. So here is another review. Hannah, go ahead. So this review was actually posted on my half birthday, as is the last one, and it's from DRMKS. I'm gonna um guess maybe Doctor MKS. Anyway, yes, that would be my dad. <laughs> Oh boy. So uh, thank you so much, Jackie's dad, for the five-star review. You said, earnest and on-brand, an interesting snapshot into the mindset and dreams navigating through a disruptive era. Captivating and insightful, funny and clever. You feel the evolution with each episode. Thank you so much. That means so much. Thank you. He was really proud of saying on-brand because Mm -hmm. um, we had a whole discussion about what on-brand really means. So, yes. All right. Thank you to everyone. And please write us more reviews. As always, we wanted to end the episode by reminding you all to subscribe to the podcast. Give it a like and a rating. And we may even read some of your reviews out loud next episode. Don't forget to follow our podcast Instagram at Honest and Jazzy, where we share updates on the work that we're doing for the podcast and announce each upcoming episode. Additionally, you can follow me on my personal Instagram at hannah.plotkin. And mine at Jackie Spinell. And we can connect with you there. If you have any questions, feel free to direct message us through any of the Instagrams or email us at honestandjazzy.podcast at gmail.com. Please also send us an email or DM if you have any recommendations for upcoming episode topics or if you would like to be featured on one of our as one of our guests on one of our next episodes we would love to hear your ideas until next time approach your life with honesty and jazz it up with kindness bye